The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rishon Blyden. This one is dedicated for all the workers that work nine to five. And you want to party? Yeah. Hey, it's Friday. Let's party tonight. Party, baby. Hello there, how are you? Welcome to a special edition of Political Bomb Show, where we won't be talking about politics at all. The argument goes on every time a popular TV series has its season finale, or show finale rather, and with the ending of popular shows like Arrow and Game of Thrones, among those, people are asking, what is the most disappointing TV series of all time? And so I'm going to do a top 10. And obviously, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers are going to be coming in this show. And uh, if you want to give your feedback, certainly leave a voice message on Anchor. If you don't have Anchor, you can do it the traditional way, 323-835-1123. Or simply go to politicalbombshow.cf. Now, the way how it's going to work is I'm going to play the theme music from the show. And that will be your way to know that that is what we're going to talk about. So that will be your time to escape if you don't want to hear it. So before I start my top 10, I just want to um, to mention one, what's called an honorable mention. This is going to be an honorable mention. So again, spoilers alert for all content of this show. This is going to be a spoiler for all shows mentioned. So when you hear the theme music, it's time to get out. Okay, this is not in the top 10. This is an honorable mention.
Now, this is my top 10 of most disappointed TV series endings, TV series finales, and um, this was an honorable mention because this is not my opinion, but a lot of people feel this way. Apparently, a mil- more than a million and two people signed a petition for HBO to redo this uh, entire season. There's a show on the list in my top 10 that I feel a certain network should definitely give us a redo. That's worth a redo, but I digress. Let's see what they say about Game of Thrones here. They said the ending... It ended on a divisive note, according to them. While while the HBO series was praised for years for its character development and story, the eighth and final season disappointed a number of viewers. Fans were shocked to see Daenerys lean into the Mad Queen theory and slaughter thousands of innocent people in King's Landing, and even more surprised by Jon Snow's betrayal when he stabbed her. Let's stop right there. I don't feel that he betrayed her by stabbing her, because you can see that he struggled to do that. He Literally was it reminded me of Man of Steel when basically uh Superman had no alternative but to kill uh Zod because he was gonna kill everyone. Well that's the same position that he was left with. She was basically a mad woman, she was gonna kill everyone and he had no choice as much as he loved her. So I don't feel that he betrayed her. But I do agree that uh Turned into a mad, the Mad Queen theory and slaughtering thousands. That, that threw me for a loop too. I was surprised by that. But let's continue to top it all off. Dragon melted the Iron Throne, and Bran Stark was voted by surviving lords and ladies as the new king. One of my bosses, he was so angered by this, he literally. Didn't even watch the end of it. Once he said, "Once, uh, once uh, I can't think of his name now. I'm drawing a blank." Once he started, started talk, you know, talking. What is the little guy's name? Why can't I remember? I'm drawing a blank right now. But anyway, once he started talking, he sensed that he was going to be the new king, and he walked out and left his fiance there to watch the rest of it by herself. He was that angered. So, uh, but anyway, I wasn't angered by it. I really wasn't. It could have been better, and obviously, yes, it was rushed. I felt that, but I don't think it was that bad. That's why it didn't make it on my top ten list. But anyway, it says here, thousands of angry fans even signed a petition, which I talked about. It's more than thousands. It's up to a million plus for the final season to be remade. But the show this big can't please everyone. So, that's my honorable mention. Game of Thrones.
What do you think? We will start with the top 10, going from 10 not the worst to one being the absolute worst, right after this. Number 10, Battlestar Galactica. Man, did this show come out of nowhere. Who knew a reboot of failed late 70s Star Wars knockoff 
would become one of the most beloved sci-fi shows of all time. The, this is the basic premise. Humans created artificially intelligent robots to do manual labor. The robots call Cylons revolt and there's a war. The show takes place years later when the Cylons come back, this time with new models that look exactly like humans and are able to infiltrate us. They end up blowing up Earth and most of humanity in the first episode, leaving only a few thousand humans left trying to get away on spaceships. Right? Damn, that's something. There was political intrigue, sexy relationship drama, brutal action, all heightened by the knowledge this was for humanity. Sounds great so far, doesn't it? The high stakes and shocking twist turned the space opera into an early binge favorite. Portlandia even made a sketch about how addictive it was. Unfortunately, the show ended up stumbling over itself towards the end. Many shows do that, I don't know why. In other in order for there to be dramatic reveals, characters were revealed out of nowhere to secretly have been Cylons the whole time. In some cases, when it wasn't logically possible. That is always the worst, isn't it? Kind of like the first five minutes of Austin Powers 2, when Vanessa turns out to be a fembot, only it was supposed to be serious. Then a couple characters were revealed to be, get this, angels, for real? There were space angels? Then the last of the humans find a new planet and make peace with the Cylons, like in that terrible Matrix ending, and the show cuts too. The planet is revealed to be our Earth. The colonists renamed it after their old planet, and the babies they had with the Cylons eventually became U.S. Not only that, the space angels reveal that was all God's plan for humanity. It went from serious adult storytelling to something you have to pay a lot of money to Scientology to find out about. I put this as number 10 because I don't really think it's all that bad not comparing to many shows that's all the way ranked up to the top three worst of all time in my opinion. So, what do you think so far? Do you think that this should be on the list? 
you can send me a voicemail and disagree strongly. We can have a debate about it. Okay, let's move on to number nine, shall we? Just in time, head down the 405. Gotta meet the new boss by 8 a.m. The phone rings in the car. The wife is working hard. She's running late tonight again. Well, I know what I've been told. You gotta work to feed the soul. But I can't do this all on my own No, I know I'm no Superman your mind was it worth it after all I need you here with me cause love is all we need just take a hold of the hand that breaks the fall well I know what I've been told gotta break free to break the mold but I can't do this all Number nine, 
Scrubs. The end of season eight, when JD left the hospital, was great. But for some reason, the producers of Scrubs insisted on flogging the dead horse for one final season with a host of new cast members. Nurse, the patient is flatlining. I agree with that. I, I really hate when when shows do that. I really do. And um, another show that's on my top t- in my top yeah. 10 did it to an even worse level, which is why it's ranked a lot higher up the list of being one of the worst TV finale seasons of any show ever. Let's move on to number eight, shall we?
Number eight, the X-Files, the original X-Files, not the reboot, which I never even looked at. I didn't even think, I didn't want to see it. So this is the thing that, uh, why this is number eight. Mulder's trial was dragged out and they tried to answer all of the questions that had built up for nine seasons, but it was all in such a boring way. Though, not everything was answered because they were leaving it open for a movie. And yeah, I I didn't like it. I thought that it was done in poor taste and which is why I never went back to see uh, the reboot. I didn't care. So I I just did not care at all. I had no care for seeing a reboot. Okay, let's move on to number seven. So number seven is The Sopranos. When the final episode of The Sopranos was aired in 2007, viewers were left perplexed for several minutes as their screens went black. Despite being hailed as genius by some viewers, the ending of The Sopranos consistently comes up as one of the most disappointing finales of all time. Journeys Don't Stop Believing provides the soundtrack to a seemingly quite Sopranos family meal, Munson on Onion Rings. Was Tony Soprano shot? And the visuals cut out at the moment. Maybe, but the chance, maybe, but, by, let's start with maybe, but, the chance of the firm conclusion was very much left in the dark. 
I hate when shows do this, and I think they do it because they want to leave the door open to maybe it might come back. That's the only that's the only conclusion I could come to. So, yeah, I agree. I don't like when shows do stuff like that. Okay, let's move on to number six. The ninth season of Roseanne was such a mess that everything that happened in it got completely ignored. Everything that happened in it got completely ignored for its brief 10th season. I hate when a show does that. And revival in March in season 9, the Connors win the lottery which completely changed the tone of the show that was praised for its depiction of blue-collar Americans. That is very true. It's true. The awful final season, I mean, the awful final episode reveals that Roseanne's husband, Dan, is dead and that the majority of the events in the season were made up for Roseanne's memoir. It was a fu- finale that focused more on wrapping up a bad season rather than wrapping the show up itself. But I don't understand. If Dan died, how is it when they re- did reboot Roseanne recently, but then she got fired? But when they rebooted, how is Dan still alive? I don't understand. So, very, very, uh, eh, very, no, very, it sucked in plain English. Okay, so before we get to the top five, I'm going to throw in here an honorable mention.
Now, this was a show that was recommended to me from one of my customers. <clears throat> she uh, said that I would probably like it. And she was right. I binge watched the heck out of it. But like many other shows, well, let me read why Once Upon a Time bosses explain why that series finale death was the happy ending. So, sadly, Rumpelstiltskin did not make it to the end of Once Upon a Time. But that doesn't mean he didn't get to live happily ever after. Just like all the other fairy tale characters we have come to know and love over the last seven seasons. The final episode of Adam Horowitz and Eddie Kitsis fantasy drama on ABC title Leaving Storybook aired Friday. I forgot the year, but uh, I don't really need to read it. This is, this is a long story, but let me tell you why I I feel that it's one of the worst. Well, actually, the entire season was bad, but the way how it ended, that's why I really didn't put it in the in my top 10, because the whole entire season was horrible. But the last episode wasn't the worst, so that's why I haven't put it on the list, but it's, I lost interest. I did not like it, and it fell to the same... The same thing as to many of these shows that's even higher up than this one. And that is, and especially this show, they literally got rid of all the characters that I grew and fell in love with. They weren't on the show. They replaced them with all new characters. I didn't know any of them. There was no, no, uh, no, I didn't feel anything for these new characters. I didn't like any of them. Barely any of them are like, I I would probably say zero. There were probably only two, if if that, left from the original cast. So, I didn't like it. And quite frankly, the ending was wimpy. It was wimpy. Uh, happily ever after. Yeah, it was wimpy. It, it sucked. I should have put it on my list, but anyway, it's not on the list. So, let's move on. We're getting up there. We're getting up there. We'll take a quick break and then we will get to number five right after this. Don't forget to visit my Snapchat. That's P Bombso, P Bombso. I'd like to share a few things that I've spoken about today on my Snapchat. I could have did a whole show on this, but I started out by saying. Women and and men are different, so when I see them trying to be the same, it's truly unnatural. It's not what nature intended. In the end, you will pay for all eternity. Leviticus, chapters 18 and 20. Political correctness is the death of America, and pay we shall a very steep price. What was once right is now wrong. What was wrong 
made to look right. Now it's all deception. Don't you see that? The government trying to force us to live life in the wrong way. The government trying to force the wrong on all of society. As a social libertarian, I don't care what others do, but when you try to force your will on me, the buck stops here. They took over schools and colleges with deviant propaganda, with stupidity like gender and social justice racism, in my opinion. I've just about had it with these people. I'm bursting at the seams to shout out what the hell is wrong with you. You cannot change nature no matter what you do. A man is a man, is a woman, is a woman. And making up other names for those who stray away won't change a thing. So I encourage you to be a part of my Snapchat. That's P-Bomb Show. P-Bomb Show. When you came in, the air went out And every shadow filled up with doubt I don't know who you think you are But before the night is through I want to do bad things with you Sit up in his room Heart sick and eyes Filled up with blue I don't know what you've done to me But I know this much is true I want to do bad things with you Now it's starting to get real up in here. Number five, <clears throat> True Blood. Now this was another show that was recommended to me. And so many of these shows, True Blood, I binge watched. Just like Once Upon a Time, I binge watched. So um, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because I'm not sure next week or maybe the week after that, I will do a show on the best season finales and some of the shows on that list that I saw anyway, I binge watch and many of those are high up there. So binge watching isn't necessarily a bad thing. But anyway, the early True Blood years were glorious, full of sass and sex and soaked with blood. 
it was ant the anti twilight and we loved it i had no intentions in watching twilight when i think of twilight i think of teenage girls that's the, it's for them that's why i never even thought about watching it and never will but it rapidly lost its way doing its final seasons and had all but lost what it once was it was hard to care about any of the characters anymore come the final ever episode and it couldn't have ended with less of a whimper the bill so- soki i forget romance or saki i'm not sure how i forgot to pronounce it was deader than well bill and any jeopardy the character's face was dealt with pretty easily and then the very final scene came along a flash forward to soki and pals having dinner with soki apparently married to some johnny new pants we'd never heard of all right then yay and i agree i agree i hate when shows do that i mean and not all shows do that as you'll find out when i do my my uh polar opposite of this show it really but it it really uh hit hard it it sucked okay so let's get in to number 4 this didn't hit as hard because you know it's it's not like a series to me i mean it was a series in a sense but it just didn't it felt more like a sitcom which it is so it didn't really just like roseanne didn't really bother me as much even though it made they both make the list but yeah it's, it doesn't feel like a series like like a a real series like a you know like uh like game of thrones you know it didn't feel like like a real series comedies never do it sitcoms never do but anyway the 1998 final episode of nbc's seinfeld aptly called the finale divided opinion which in itself is enough to put it firmly in the worst list a sitcom with such ironic status deserves better than 
a love-hate send-off. The reviews were sketching. USA Today TV critic Robert Bianco called the episode a slow, smug exercise in self-congratulation, and even Jerry Seinfeld himself admitted that he sometimes regrets the finale. I sometimes think we really shouldn't have even done it, he said in U.S. Magazine. There was a lot of pressure on us at the time to do one big last show. But big is always bad in comedy. In this case, big was sending Jerry, Elaine, George, and Kramer to jail for laughing as a fat delivery man was carjacked. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it made the list, but it doesn't uh it doesn't make me feel really, really bad. It doesn't touch the soul. But these last three and I struggled I mean struggle for the order of uh, which to put these because all three of these could easily be the worst of all time. And these are these, this is very difficult for me to say because these three shows was such a part of my life. And in many of, the, in many of these, I binge watched and caught up, got up to speed. Pretty much, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I binge watched all of these, these uh, three worst of all time. I binge watched all of them. And uh, that's how much I, I really, really had a lot emotionally invested in these three shows and so it really was a struggle for me to decide which one was the worst of all time and ultimately it boiled down to how high of emotion that I had to the show and so this is the way I'm going to do it in that way because my emotions were so, I mean, just, just think, just, you know, talking about it right now, it, I could feel the emotions just flowing because I was so outraged. And, um, but out of these top three here, only one of them falls under the umbrella of, of the show failing because of, of casting. But the other two, you can't blame casting on that. So, this is so difficult for me. But I... So, these last three, I picked them in order of emotions. That's the only way I could do it. So, let's go to the top worst... The top worst final show of any season... Now, number three. 
Number three, all these pain. It's hard for me to even talk about this. I'm, I'm like emotional about this. But number three was recommended to me by a best friend. He said, he said that I would probably like it. And boy, was he right. I binge watched the heck out of that show. And uh, I couldn't see it live, obviously, because Misfits, which is number three, that's just number three, Misfits, is from, it's, it's a British show. And so let's just read what they say here. On the whole, the latest seasons of the British superpower tinge drama Misfits weren't loved as much as the first, you think? As the cast changed up and the plots got more ridiculous. I, it's an understatement. And season five's ending, in which the central gang gets out of their allotted community service, was a decent wrap-up in my eyes. <laughs> what? But didn't make some IMDB's reviewers as happy as they hoped to be. That said, it's still a fairly high rating. It's still a fairly high rating because of the previous the previous uh, seasons, in my opinion. I watched that show, and just like many of uh, of other people, I fell in love with the characters, and that's how these shows get me, is... You know, just like the Game of Thrones and all the rest of them, you fall in love with the character, and you you literally feel like you're in that world, and you get that invested into it. And that's what happened with with Misfits. And when, in my opinion, what what uh, these shows need to do, if many of the original actors are quitting, they left for whatever reason. You have to just cancel the show. Don't try to bring in all new cast because that's pretty much what they did. They brought in a whole new cast, a whole bunch of them. Pretty much everyone was new there. It never works. And make that the last season. It won't work because I fell in love with the characters that are not there anymore. And so when you try to do that, it never works. Never, ever worked. And I loved this show so much. It was such a great show. And it's one of the reasons why there are many shows that I love so much. But I will never, ever rewatch them because of the way they burnt me with the ending. And all three of these they fall under that category. I will never, ever rewatch Misfits. As much as I love that show with a passion, I just can't rewatch it ever because the all the characters, I just you know you fall in love with certain characters like what once once upon a time did. You bring in all new characters and you expect us to to just fall in love with them. No, I hated each and every one of them, and Misfits is no different. This could have easily been the worst of all time for me. But when you think about it, it fell under the umbrella of, you know, cast members, I mean, characters, and, and 
being changed and the plot really did get crazy and just ridiculous. They couldn't have put it any better. So I guess number three is a good spot for it. These last two, I struggle with which one to place as number one. But there was only one that could be number one. And like I said, these three, I ranked them based on the emotional attachment I had to them. So let's move on to number two. So, this is my number two. And this, I struggled hard because I wanted this to be my number one. But ultimately, emotionally, I wasn't as attached. And the reason probably is when you binge watch a show that you've never seen, an older show, you're not going to be as emotionally attached to it as you would another show that you you're current with you know if i had binge watched it and then there were current seasons after that it would, this would definitely easily be my number one worst endings ever i mean let's just talk about it okay we have to start off by saying this about lost they were not dead the whole time it's a common misconception about the show because of how clumsy the final season and episode ended up. For the five people who didn't see Lost, the show is about a plane crash on a, desert, on a deserted island that just gets weirder and weirder. We're pretty sure ABC just wanted a drama version of Survivor but J.J. Abrams created an incredibly ambitious, high-concept sci-fi fantasy that tackles serious philosophy questions. Though T.B.H., what people came back for time and time again were the human dramas, early on, the show sets up tons of intriguing questions there's other inhabitants a monsters science experiments even a wee bit of time travel unfortunately the back half of the show never pays off with answers to 90 percent of them they're not bsing you there and some of the answers we did get made the earlier episode not make sense to say. Not only that, several of the twists seemed more like the writers just changed their minds or because actors very publicly got qu uh, very publicly quit or got fired and had to rec recon themselves. But the really annoying part of the ending is that the showrunners swore up and down that the most common fan theory early on 
that everyone died in the crash, and the island was was uh, not accurate. Um, then they proceeded to create a final season that was depicting poor gallery. So when that twist revealed in the last episode, everyone thought they were being lied to the entire time. And all the crazy stuff they saw in the previous seasons weren't real. Did we mention there was time travel? But hey, at least all the dead characters got to hug each other in heaven. It, it really... Uh, I, I can't... I can't... Uh, I can't disagree. I'm I'm so angry. I want to scream because I invested so much time watching this show, and it was an older show. That's what makes me even angrier. This wasn't a new series. This was an old series that I was told to invest my time in. You know how you know how long Lost was. It was a long. It's long show, and my I I wanted to kill my friend when when it didn't pay off in the end. He laughs at me, saying, "Yeah, I know." I said, "You so you made me suffer through it. Why? Oh, because I did. Oh, great friend, I was so angry. I could not believe what they did to me. I was like spitting fire." But if you think that I was spitting fire then, wait until the number one show that's the worst ranked of all time ever.
this is the number one. I have to say, even to date, even now, even with Games of Thrones, which I absolutely have uh, a lot of emotional attachment to, of all time, this show here, which really pains me to even put it on this list, and not even to put it on this list, but to be the worst of all time, it pains me because I am so emotionally attached. This is how attached to this show I was. I, as you know, many of you, I've told you before, I used to do music. I actually modeled an, an album after that show. There's a song on there, a, I mean a soundtrack from the show called Blood. So I named my album Blood, and it was a very dark album. The things I did to psychologically prepare for the photo shoot was insane. I looked like a mad serial killer, seriously. And so this is how attached to the show I was. Very attached. But I wouldn't even say the last season was that terrible, although things got really wacky. But um, the way how it ended really just infuriates me to no end. I mean, people are calling for petitions to redo Game of Thrones. Oh, no. This, the way how Dexter ended, definitely deserves a redo. It definitely do. I mean... This really bothers me. It really bothers me. So, I'm going to play the blood theme as I read the reasons why. So, let's get... Dexter is a textbook example of a show committing one cardinal sin of storytelling impotence. For those who never watched Dexter Morgan, a forensic and analyst for the Miami Metro Police Department, who helped the cops take down serial killers, all while secretly being a serial killer himself. In a unique twist, Dexter, played by Michael C. Hall, was taught to use his hom homicidal compulsion for good by only killing dangerous criminals, making him something of a hero, a super disturbed one. So naturally, the final story to tell is the ultimate class of his secret life and his outward life, right? Have him on 
the forefront of the investigation for himself. Nope. That was season two. They blew their wad in season two. After that, the show struggled to find something more dramatic than the protagonist being pushed into such a corner and mostly floundered. But there was the odd excellent avenue like guest star John Litko as another serial killer trying to keep a family life. However, the final two seasons of the show was a hot mess that made that should have been cut into pieces wrapped into garbage bags and thrown into the bay. Only, only Dexter fans would get that. Here are a few of the awful turns in season seven and eight. Dexter's sister Deborah realized she's in love with him. WTF? As a side note, that they were that's his adopted her you know, they were adopted brothers and sisters. But still doesn't make it any better. Told totally ruining her character and it's true, it really did. I don't know why they made her do that. That was horrible. That doesn't matter anyway because she gets killed by some random serial killer no one even remembers. It's true, I don't remember. Everything becomes about the mob and people killing each other for very mundane, non-serial reasons. Hannah is introduced halfway through the the season and basically becomes the most important character in Dexter's life. She's this ridiculously badass who, like Dexter, also has no qualms about killing people who get in her way. Almost like someone was trying to get a spin-off going. That never happened anyway. But of course, nothing stings like the ending, agreed. Dexter decides to solve all his problems by committing suicide, by driving his boat into a hurricane 70 miles an hour. However, the final scene of the show reveals Dexter didn't die, but instead faked his death and is now working for a logging company in Oregon and is sporting a really bad fake beard. He gets off work and then sits and stares at the camera, doing nothing, for real, nothing. Presumably, this is to show show us he's unhappily refraining from murder, but it's just such a whimper of an ending. It's maybe the single worst final shot of any series. Agreed. It literally was. It literally pains me to read that, but it's absolutely true. 
And that's how we end the show. Did we miss one that you feel should be on the list? Let us know. Give us a call. Send us a voice message on audio. On. On. I'm so emotionally angered by this. I can't even remember where I am right now. Where am I? Anyway, send me voice messages through my website, politicalbouncer.cf. Thank you very much for sitting through this, what must have been very painful, reliving all the horrible memories again. Let's go.